Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, we're back again for the next CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with myself, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and really happy to speak once again to Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer in the Americas. Deepak, you've probably got your face mask on there because I know it's a it's dusty and smoky in New York. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Stuart. Uh, good morning. Yes, uh, it has been. Uh, but today, apparently, the AQI is below 100. So we're sighing with the, with the fresh air. So it's uh, all good. Thank you. Very good. Well, you know, um, stay well and, and stay healthy over there. Let's hope it, it blows away quickly. But let's, let's stay in the US, actually, because I can't start the podcast this week without talking about this bull market. Can you believe it? We're talking about a bull market. The S&P has, uh, as far as the traditional definition goes, it's up 20% from the most recent low in October. I'd love to get your thoughts on how we've gotten here. Yeah, indeed. It's, you know, it's been surprising. And I'm still, you know, debating whether I use the, it start up a new bull market, or if it's still a, a bear market rally, you know, who knows. But uh, apparently, you know, for me, Stuart, I think the key rationale behind this, um, you know, recent uh, bull market it has been this possibility of a soft landing, which has, I think, in the recent weeks gone up, uh, you know, the disinflation traction. And we saw some of that, la- you know, last week with the ISM numbers, uh, the price paid came in, um, you know, back in line with the pre-pandemic level. And you've started to see same in unit labor cost and same in average hourly earnings. So a lot of uh, this disinflationary traction is there, which is making it uh, much more feasible that we might be in this uh, path to soft landing zone, which is probably what the equity markets uh, are cheering about. So, you know, growth is reasonably strong. It's not falling off the cliff. Inflation coming down makes it a a, a much better macro backdrop for risky assets than one would have anticipated just a few weeks back. Yeah, sure. Well, that makes a lot of sense, Deepak. And uh, well, we keep watching the markets closely, as we always do. One of the other things that we're going to be watching next week is the CPI numbers out of the US. And I know European Central Bank policymakers are also meeting next week. So a very important week looking at overall interest rates. I'd love to get your expectations on what you think we're going to see. Yeah, let me start uh, with the CPI number first. It's a, it's a busy week. Um, you know, the CPI on the 13th is, is the big macro news. Um, most likely, you're going to see a 0.2% month-over-month increase uh, for the, um, you know, nominal CPI number, which is going to bring it down to 4.1, uh, which is a much nice number to look at compared to where we were just a year ago. If you remember, June 2022, uh, this number was at 9.1. So from 9.1 wow. to 4.1, that's a pretty decent um, you know, drop. On the core CPI, which is excluding energy and food prices, we expect that to still have a five uh, handle. So it's still going to go down from five and a half percent and most likely to around 5.2% month over month increase, always also coming down to 0.2. So that's a, it's a reasonably good backdrop. The following day, we're going to have the PPI number, which is looking at inflation from the producer's um, perspective, similar trends. So with that in, in mind, we're going to have the Federal Reserve uh, FOMC meeting. It's a two-day session with their release uh, on the 14th. And most likely, you know, it's a, it's a debate whether it's a skip or a pause. Um, you know, we think it's a pause right now. The market's also expecting a pause. 
which is more in line with Jay Powell's last press conference in the May meeting. Um, and uh, But if you read fine print through the Fed speak for last couple of weeks, one could easily argue that this is just a skip uh, because the market's still expecting the July FOMC meeting to bump up uh, the Fed funds rate by another 25 basis points. Another thing to keep in mind would be a release of the summary of economic projections and the dot plots this time around. We haven't had them since March. So it'll be interesting to see if anything major, especially in terms of the R neutral, what's the neutral rate for the Fed, uh, if that has changed. So a lot to digest from the Fed uh, this week. Um, you know, I just want to mention that there is a global tightening cycle still underway. We saw that with Bank of Canada and RBA, both um, increasing rates, um, you know, this week. So uh, it will be maybe a bit premature to say that we are done with the rate tightening cycle from central banks, especially the developed markets. And then last but not the least, we also have the ECB meeting. Our expectation is another 25 basis point increase on the deposit rate going to three and a half percent. So ECB still has some more room to get to that terminal rate. Fed is almost there if not. Um, so uh, that's the divergence in at least the two anchor central banks that, that one should take into account. It's such a fascinating time to uh, you know be a market watcher at the moment, Deepak. As you say, on the one hand, you're still going through this global tightening cycle and uh, you pointed out the Reserve, Reserve Bank of Australia and Bank of Canada this week expectations with the ECB it's only the US that are considering that pause and of course that's having a real impact on the markets isn't it we, we've we've seen with company earnings still very strong um the the extraordinary and I, I don't often use this word but I think extraordinary is appropriate when we think about artificial intelligence and the money moving in from an investor perspective into the technology space and that hardware space is so interesting. I mean, what are the sectors now? And I guess I'm asking you here to think back to the CIO day as well that I touched on with your colleague Dirk Steffen last week. But what sectors do you really like? And let's stick in, in your part of the world in the Americas um, that look interesting for, for investors. Is it really risk on? Yeah, let me first talk about the broader markets and then I'll talk about the sectors. You know, from from a broader market perspective, uh, you know, some of this rally is really driven by this innovation capture or, or the AI uh, that, uh, you know, have sort of rekindled the animal spirits. So, uh, you know, it's not surprising that large cap tech companies are the beneficiaries of this because just to have the sort of resources and computing power that sits with the open source, high computing, high financially secure companies like the big tech. So that's there. However, when you look uh, for the next couple of months, uh, Stuart, I feel that there are certain sort of, um, you know, not, I wouldn't say red flags, but areas of concern. One is the TGA buildup. That's the Treasury general account um, that the Fed, that the Treasury has with the Fed. Uh, by any estimate, there's going to be a lot of issuance of the Treasury bills that will put an upward uh, pressure on the yields, which uh, could have an impact on you know, just pricing of the equity markets. Then the Chinese reopening hasn't been a very smooth linear upward line either. It's been, you know, ebbs and flows. So that's an area of concern. And then as we have talked about the the global rate increases and overall the liquidity backdrop is, is not very conducive to risky assets. Having said that, you know, we've still seen NASDAQ up 26.5% year to date, S&P up over 12% year to date. So there's something underneath that's happening. And I think, what that is, is the innovation capture and then still equities being the best hedge 
to inflation. So those two are the, the key rationale for why equity markets have done so well. In terms of the sectors we like here in the States, you know, I would say uh, technology uh, for the reasons that I talked about, uh, you know, and then we have recently upgraded industrials as one of the areas that we like. And, and that is primarily to do with what we look at the earnings per share, uh, you know, positive revisions going next quarter and second half of the year, and also the valuation multiple that the industrials are trading at. So those two would be um, some of, you know, two of our better uh, or biased views on the sector called globally communication services is an area uh, that as a CIO, a shop we like. Yeah, fantastic, Deepak. Well, look, for any of those listeners on this call that want more information, you know who to reach out to your relationship manager and get in touch with Deepak again. I hope you don't mind me putting you out there, Deepak. I'm sure there's Absolutely. many, many customers out there that are very interested in further conversations. But for now, we're approaching nine minutes, which means that's the end of this podcast. It's been your CIO Weekly Investment Outlook with myself, Stuart Haslam, and our CIO for the Americas region, Mr. Deepak Puri in New York. Have an excellent week. Thanks for listening as always and bye-bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.